Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you once again for coming in this atmosphere, healing and bringing deliverance, and leading us and guiding us according to your will and your purpose for our lives. Oh, Father, we're so grateful. We're so thankful, Lord God, that you've chosen us. And for that, we say thank you, Lord. We know who you are to us, and we know who we are in you. Father God, we're forever grateful. Father, we're forever grateful. Father, we're forever grateful. Holy Spirit, move, heal, deliver. Do what only you do the way that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody holler out, I have an expectation that everything that I need is going to be taken care of. That every need is met in Jesus' name. I don't have to want for anything because everything that God has for me is coming to pass. Come on, I decree and declare it that it is so and so it is in Jesus' name. Come on, let's praise God tonight. So good to be back here. Come on, thank God to be back here in the city of Detroit. It's a little cold down here though, you know. <laughs> God is awesome. All right, I got some praises in here tonight. All right, I got some people that want to praise God. I'm in the right place at the right time. I love being around praisers. You know, pray, pray. Praise is who I am. Praise is what I do. Praise is how I live. Y'all about to start something up in here. Hallelujah. Come on, God is worthy of praise. Yes, he is. Come on, tell your neighbor, yes, he is. God's been so good to me. Come on, witness to somebody today. I need to tell you my testimony. You don't know how good God's been to me. God brought me through. God brought me out. God turned it all around in my favor. I don't even know how I'm here tonight. I'm here by his grace and I'm here by his mercy. Woo! All right. All right. Tuesday night praise, huh? That's how y'all going to do this. That's how we're going to do this tonight, huh? All right. Hallelujah. Come on and praise him. Come on and praise him. My God. All right. All right. Tuesday night, you know. The real praises come out on Tuesday night. And I guess we got them in the house. Somebody, somebody said, I just got to get to the household of faith. If I just praise God. Isn't God awesome though? I mean, really. People, people really don't realize how good and awesome God is. I don't, I don't know how people play with God. I don't know how people depend, you know, and, and I've been there and I get it. Some people depend on liquor. Some people depend on drugs and, and all different kinds of uh, things to, to get them through life. Some people, they got to party. They got to be at every party. Some people, they just want to be everywhere and anywhere but the house of God. Man, I love it when they said unto me, let us come together in the household of faith and praise God. Something great is going to happen tonight. That's what happens when we get in the presence of God. Please be seated. Thank you, minstrels. Thank you, um, all of you uh, psalmists that uh, led us in praise and worship. And you guys, uh, when you praise like that, you just always take me 
uh, back to Psalms 100. I think it's so fitting for the occasion uh, tonight what we're going to be ministering and where God's going to have me ministering from uh, because we are in that great month. We are in December where we are celebrating the birth of Christ and we are always also talk, teaching from this powerful series uh, that the Lord has given for me to share uh, that comes from his heart. How many people know uh, it's not important just to hear a word that's taught from the word without God revealing the purpose for the word? There has to be revelation because when revelation comes, something is revealed that you didn't have before or that you didn't see before, which causes you now by faith be able to grab a hold to and be able to come into the promises of God. I want to come into all that God has for me. I know I have two or three witnesses. That's me. I want to come into all that God has for me. And I've learned a long time ago not to limit God based on what I see. I learned a long time ago not to base God uh, uh, based what God's going to do for me based on who's around me, who's with me, who's supporting me. I've learned in order to walk with God, I got to be willing to walk by myself. I know I got at least two people that know what I'm saying. It's a lonely walk, but it's a satisfying life. Let me say it again. It's a lonely walk, but it's a satisfying life. When you really start walking with God, it can get pretty lonely around you because you'll be surprised how many people may go to church, may shout, may scream, how many people may be in your family. And most of us are concerned about those things that are carnal more than those things that are spiritual. But I want somebody to get in your notes tonight. If you take care of God's business, he'll take care of your business. Just like that. If you take care of God's business, God will take care of your business. That's why in Matthew 6.33, God says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, not, not our righteousness. Y'all know how we get sometimes as believers, we start becoming self-righteous. He said, no, no, you didn't do anything to deserve this. I gave my son because I loved you in spite of you. Somebody need to hear this tonight. God loves you in spite of you, but he has an expectation for you to change so you can come into all that he has for you. God loved you in spite of you, but there's some things that God has for you that's only going to happen when you allow the change to take place in your life so that you can reach toward the high calling of Christ Jesus. There is a calling that God has on your life. Tell your neighbor, there is a calling that God has on your life. There is an expectation that God wants you to meet up to. I want you to ask me, Apostle Langston, what is that expectation? God just simply wants you to believe that all things are possible to them that believe. I need somebody to hear me tonight. It's not going to be very long, but it will be very strong. If you have an ear to hear, grab hold of it by faith. I'm not going to play with you. Don't play with me. And God ain't going to play with none of us because he's already finished the work. Somebody say it's a finished work. Why are you laboring in your faith? Come on, hit somebody in the leg. Why are you laboring in your faith? How can you not believe God when God gave you life? How can you not believe God when he turned all that craziness you did, he turned a mess and turned it into a miracle for you? We talking about stuff he already did. We ain't talking about stuff he finna do. We talking about stuff that's already done. Devil, too late. God already did it. And I'm a believer that believes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe. Well, anyway, it's so good to be back here with you all. I was down there in Orlando. It was so nice and, and warm. I was in the swimming pool while y'all was up here freezing and getting out the jacuzzi at 2 a.m. in the morning. And I thought about you, though. I prayed for you. I did. I thought about how cold you were. 
My God. Is it possible to be in a good place or a great place and other people be around you and be in a horrible place? Absolutely. I want you to really grab hold of this tonight as we uh, really deal with the love of God, that God so loved the world. St. John 3.16 It's very important that we understand as we come into Christ's Mass that we as believers understand that the 25th is not the actual date that Jesus Christ was born on. Jesus Christ was not born on the 25th. No man knows on the calendar what day that he was born. But we honor the 25th and we set it aside as a celebration to celebrate the sacrifice that was made for you and I so that we can be born again into a new life. And this is so important because we have to understand, and I really, uh, uh, by the grace of God, I want to work and talk about this principle tonight in the Word of God because so many people have gotten confused about the principle, the promises of God, and the laws of God. God didn't get, he didn't give laws, God didn't give principles to hurt us or to hinder us. That's why I hate when people try to make it like uh, the Word of God when he gave the Ten Commandments which was the law of God, it was only for his people. Uh, because when, Jesus, when Moses brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, they had learned how to live like the heathen. I want you to catch hold of this. They had learned how to hit God's people, uh, learned how to live like the heathen. God came in covenant with a man by the name of Abram. Uh, go to Genesis chapter 12. God comes into um, covenant with a man by the name of Abram, and what God is going to do for Abram is based on condition. What God is going to do for you is based on condition. I never want you to think because you're coming up in the church and throwing your hands up like, hey, what's up, Jesus, that everything's just going to work out. I know people go to church 30 years, 40 years. I know preachers that preach that are living hard lives, that are broke down mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially because their faith is not in God's ability. Their faith is in their religiosity. Now, religion is not going to take you anywhere but back through the same doors to have a religious experience every time you go to have that experience. But when you go to the house of God, the building, we are the ecclesia of God. We are the church. When we gather together, there is power in the midst of us because the Bible says that one of us that have been born again in Christ, we have the ability to put 10,000 demonic spirits to flight. All demons are falling angels. Say that with me. Demons are just fallen angels. Satan was an archangel and he was over the worship department. He was more beautiful and stunning than all of the angels, the way God created him. And he got lifted up because the other angels began to worship him. That's why you have to be careful letting other folks putting you up on pedestal. That's why I don't never let anybody put me up on a pedestal because they can't keep me up. I eat out of the hand of God. The only one that's going to keep me up is going to be God. The only one that's going to keep you up is going to be God. So no matter how good you do in your next record deal, your next book, your next uh, whatever it is that you achieve or you accomplish, because when I look at you, I see greatness. I just see people just, just becoming great in God. I, I do. I see you all just multiplying financially. I see you multiplying emotionally. I see you multiplying mentally. I see many of you that's not married. I see your future. I see you getting married. I see you having a blessed marriage. I see uh, blessed children coming out of your womb. I do 
decree and declare over your life that you are the seed of Abraham and that you are blessed when you come in and you blessed, definitely blessed when you go out and that you're going you're gonna to shine like the sun in dark places because that's who God called you to be. Let your neighbor know God's called you to be a witness of his goodness. Has he been good to any of you? You're going to be a witness of his goodness. God ain't been bad to me. Now, the devil been bad to me. It's been some folks that been bad to me. I didn't have friends be bad to me. I had neighbors be bad to me. I didn't have family members be bad to me. I didn't have church folks be bad to me. But God ain't never been bad to me. So why do I always find myself tripping when it comes to the things of God based on something somebody else said or did that made me mad? Why am I always tripping? Why is God, why is God, why is the church first place I trip on when I'm going through? See, that's a trick of the enemy. My strength is in God. Your strength is in God. Let's look at this, and then we're going to go back to the, I want to show you something that Psalms 100. Let's look at that. Uh, Pastor Rashawn, do you have that? Uh, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Yes, sir. The Lord had said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. Sacrifice. I will make Walk you- away. From what's familiar to you. You want better. You want more. But you're having a hard time sacrificing. Because you're in a comfortable place. Abram, I'm calling you to a greater place. A place that you don't know of. A place you haven't tapped into. But Abram, you're going to have to trust me more than you trust what you're familiar with. I'm going to need you to walk away from your daddy's house. I'm going to need you to walk away from your family. Now, it's only for a season because when I get through with you, Abram, you're going to be so attractive that your family going to want to be where you are. But I have, to re- I have to move you because I'm bringing you into my family because I have an assignment for you. And you ain't going to understand the assignment because you're going to walk away from what you do know for something that doesn't make any sense. But I'm making a promise to you. See, I need you to understand one thing about love. Love is all about sacrifice. Listen, listen to this for a moment. Love is more than just a four-letter word. Love is an action. Love gives whatever it needs to give to whoever it loves. Now, I just said something right there. Some of y'all, come on, you know how much you love that child. That child is just, ba- I mean, that child is so blessed. But it's yours. Come on, somebody talk to me. Huh? Sometimes we have a little mess at home, but, but we, hey, they blessing our eyes. You ever see somebody on the, on the news, they, they didn't caught the guy, he didn't kill like 10 folk, and mama like, my baby didn't do it, my baby has always been a sweetheart, he just looking crazy than a mud joke, his eyes look like it's spinning, everything about him looked demonic, and she like, that's my baby. You know why? She only remembers the day he, he came out of the womb. He only remembers the day he came out of the womb. So a mother or father, when they see their child, they always see them as their baby. But it's quite interesting because many times we don't realize God loves us so much that when we're born again under the umbrella of the blood of Jesus, he sees his newborn baby. He sees you clean. He sees you whole. And many times we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. 
Because we allow the enemy to get in our mind and we find ourselves hooking and crooking. Come on, anybody ever hooked and crooked? Anybody ever been a hypocrite in church? Come on, talk to me for a minute. If I wasn't holding the mic, I can throw up two hands. Because what do you do in life? You fake it till you make it. And most of us don't know what it means to make it in Christ. What does it mean to become whole and all that God has for us? So look at here. He, he tells him, he says, listen, go ahead, uh, Pastor Rashad. Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I, 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 have, a, I have new land for you. I have new territory for you. But the thing is, you're going to walk, you're gonna have to walk away from your comfort zone. You're going to have to walk away from that thing that gives you strength and security. You're going to have to walk away from it. But I have something greater because I want to come into a personal covenant with you for the seed that's going to come from your womb. And I'm having this conversation with you now about something that's going to happen later in the natural but has already happened in me, God the Father. God always knows where he's going before we ever get there. Let me say that again. God already knows where he's going, where he's taking us before we get there. But it's our faith and our obedience to do the will of God that causes us to come into promises and blessings that our eyes haven't seen, our ear haven't heard, neither has it entered the heart of man the things that God has stored up for us. God's got blessings and promises. You know, in the book of Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, I know the plan and the purpose that I have for you. Your mother don't know the plan and purpose I have for you. Your father doesn't know the plan and purpose I have for you. Your grandparents don't know the plan and purpose I have for you. They just wish the best for you. They just hope the best for you. They just pray that everything turns out all right for you. But I'm God. I know the plan and the purpose. I'm God. I know, I, know, I know more than your prayer partner. I know more than your best friend. If you just walk away for a season from everything and everyone that's familiar to you, because sometimes we talk to people that can't help us. Sometimes we get mad at the husband, the wife, the friend, the cousin, whoever, and you call that first person. Everybody got a first responder. Everybody has a first responder in their life. That's just the first person you call when something happens. Just the first person that you think about, whether it's good or bad. Well, God said, I'm a jealous God, and I want to be the first. I want you to get this. I want you to get this because I got a plan for you, and, I, and I'm going to encourage you, and I'm going to strengthen you because I have a plan for you, and I have blessings your eyes haven't seen. I, I, I have a destiny that you don't know of. I, 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 I have some things set aside. So he's talking to Abram, and he's positioning Abram to become Abraham, which means he starts out just being Abram, just being an individual. But Abraham means father of many nations. He starts off being all alone, but God recognizes that if he does this for him, he's going to make him great. Now, in order for Abram to become Abraham, he's got to make a sacrifice from where he is based on where God is saying he has for him to go. This is where miss, many of us miss the mark. This is where many of us miss the mark 
because it's not as easy as it sounds to do it God's way. Go ahead, finish reading that, Pastor Rashawn, and, and in a couple of verses, I'm going to have you go over to uh, Hebrews chapter 11. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. If you do this, I'm going to make you great. I'm going to make you a great nation. I'm going to multiply you. I'm going to bless your seed. I'm going to bless your seed, seed. I'm going to bless your seed, seed. But Abram is going to cost you everything. But your everything can't compare to my everything I got for you. Oh, it may get tight sometime, but let me tell you something about life. It always get tight before it get right. Come on, let's think of a let's think about let's think about a simple diet for a moment. You want to lose weight and you decide to go on a diet. It always get tight before it get right. You be looking in that mirror, getting on that scale, and it's like you like I feel like I'm getting I'm gaining more. But if you keep on. If you keep on pushing in, if you keep on cutting back, if you keep on going to the gym, you're doing something you weren't doing before. So eventually you're going to see the results, but it's happening whether you see it or not. I want somebody to know God has been working on your behalf, whether you see it or not. We cannot walk by sight. We must walk by faith. See, having sight is having the ability to see what's in front of you. You put your hand in front of you, you can see it. You look around the room, you can see things that's in front of you. You can see a wall, you can see chairs. But when you have vision, when God gives you the ability to have vision, it means you see beyond what you see. Let me go over here. It means you see beyond this moment. And you see as God sees based on a promise that someone is releasing. It's got to be a preacher. How can they hear Romans 10, 13 through 15? How can they hear without a preacher? And how dare he preach unless he's been sent? So you got a lot of folks preaching that ain't been sent. So people ain't getting vision, but they're getting sight. So we're talking about my struggle. And we're talking about what I'm going through. And we're talking about how to fix it. But God said. Oh, my God, I feel, I feel a little fire on me when I, when I, when I get in these zones. Why? Because, because I've been there. I, I, I've been at a place where God says, son, if you do this for me, this is what I'm going to do for you. And when he said it, everything in my life was a mess. I want you to know I don't care what your life looks like or what it has looked like. How many of you all have the testimony that I may not be where I want to be, but I'm sure not where I used to be. Some of us don't stop long enough to think about where we used to be. Some of us don't stop long enough to think about what we've been through. Some of us don't think about how the accident should have killed me, could have killed me. The last doctor's report, it wasn't favorable. God shifted it. I went through COVID. It looked like I was going to die. Family dying, friends dying. But here I am to praise God. He kept me in spite of me. He sustained me. He delivered me. He brought me through. When I wanted to throw in the towel, he threw the towel back at me. Come on. He's a good God. He's God Almighty. All right. Let's look at this. Let's look. Let's dissect this. Let's get the revelatory knowledge. Let's get the revelation. What God has, has spoken to me to speak to you concerning his word. We're right now, we're in the, we're in the Logos. 
the Greek logos. This is the written word. This is the established word. But God gave the prophet tonight a rhema word. A rhema word is a right now word from the logos. Because God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. And he changes not. He's God. <laughs> With you or without you, he's still God. You believe, you don't believe, he's still God. Why does it work for some, Apostle Langston, it doesn't work for others? Some work principles. Some still agree with the word of God, considering his laws, not from a legal perspective, but through and by the grace of what Jesus paid. But I still have to uphold the word. I still have to stand on the promise. I still have to speak it, and I have to do something. Remember when Gary came to me and he said, he said, sir, when he came to me, he was just a little rapper on, was it Six Mile you was rapping on? Huh? Where? A oh, Puritan boy. He was a Puritan boy. Puritan white boy at that. Came to me dirty, dingy. Jim brought him. He a rapper. He rapping in all the bars. He rapping in at the strip clubs. And he come here and he hears the word like this. And he say, my God, I never heard it like this. And he gets touched by God, not by a man. Because I don't give massages as I give the message of the Lord. He gets touched by God. He hears my wife's testimony about how she became a lawyer. And he walks up to me after service. And the rapper says, I made up my mind. I heard Pastor Robin's testimony. I heard how you preach on faith. And I believe I'm going to be a lawyer. I said, all right, that's good. You have any money? What's your plan? How you go to law school? Nope, don't have no money. Nope, didn't finish school yet. I said, well, all right. You want me to pray with you? We're going to pray the prayer of faith. You believe? He said, I believe. I said, why you believe? He said, I, y'all know Gary. He said, I believe because you believe. I said, how you going to believe? Because I believe. He said, because I don't know other, any other way how to believe. True story. So I prayed with Garrett. And after I got through praying, he started crying and jumping and shouting. And he said, all right, I'm going to do what you told me to do. I'm going to walk out that door and I'm going to work the principle. Somebody write down work the principle. You better get this because your screaming and shouting is not working the principle. It's just an emotional uh, expression from a good feeling that you're feeling because you're hearing a good word. You got to work the principle. You got to go out and work it. Huh? Peter said, you show me your faith by your words. I show you my faith by my work. That's why if you look around me, you look at this campus, you look at anything that Apostle Langton touches, I do it by my faith. Even my enemies, my haters can't argue about my faith because I'm getting more done with less than some people that have more than what I have. So you can't argue with my faith. You may say, oh, he can't preach. But you can't argue with my faith. You can't argue with my results. So you preach as good as you want to, all you want to. I'm going to keep getting results by my faith. That's what I want to teach you, how to get results. So he said, I'm going to go and work the principles you taught me. He went out, came back three weeks later, standing on the steps again. Garrett, how can I help you? Garrett just smiling. He said, I went and took this test and I did this. And... I got into law school, and they're going to pay for the whole thing. You, you didn't hear what I said. He didn't get it because I preached it. He didn't get it because I prophesied it. He got it because I preached it, prophesied it. He activated it. Stop blaming the preacher and the prophet for what you won't do.
I'm almost about to get out of here. You trying to tell me it worked for him? It ain't worked for you. Some of y'all been here longer than he has. He, the difference is he worked the principle. Now listen what he did. He said, I won't be a lawyer. He had me pray for him. He went out there, guys. He passed the test to go to law school. And they give him all the money. Because he believed all things. Turn around, look at that wall, Mark 9, 23. That's why I put it up there. I put it up there for you. So when you come in, you can turn around and look at it. When you're going out, you can look at it. When you have a bad day, you can look at it. But it's not enough to look at it. You got to speak it. You have to decree it. You got to declare it. You got to write your vision down. You got to make it plain. And then you got to go out and work it. And though it tarry, man, I want you to get it's going to tarry. There's a waiting period. Put a seed in the ground. You don't, see, you don't see the fruit right away. You don't see the vegetables right away. It takes some time. There's some stuff that's going on in the earth. Shut up. Jesus. <laughs> Shut up. My God. He, that boy. I said, Garrett, you did what? He said, they're giving me a full ride. I said, all right, Garrett, you going part-time, time I'm going all the way, sir. I said, okay, well, how you going to do that? How you going to work and do all that? He said, I trust God like you taught me, sir. And people, some, of, some people laughed at Garrett because they said, they, you know, they looked at him like, you know, he a new Christian, and he kind of slow. When the truth is, I, I, I share with you all at during baby dedication, Jesus said to his disciples that tried to stop the children from coming to him, he said, unless you become as one of them, you can't even comprehend or see or come into the kingdom of God. Because he said, you got to have childlike faith. Y'all got adult faith. You got to see it to believe it. I know I'm telling the truth. You got to see. Man, them children just be running around just believing stuff. He Garrett had that childlike faith, man. He just, it's going to happen, sir. I said, but you got a full family. It's okay. You do too. And I, I couldn't hate on that. I was like, boy, you, go for it. He finished law school. They paying him so good right the other day. He just, he just sent me 4000 Here, dad, sit. Oh, don't get mad. I didn't have to call for it. Y'all, 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 you hear, you hear what I'm saying? Because he had it and he remembered that some, Abraham, Abraham, I'm not only going to bless you, I'm going to bless your seed. Sit down for a moment. Before you finish reading that, I want to read this again in your hearing because God, God loves you, man. And you just need to know this. It's not predicated on what you've done or what you're doing. It's not predicated on, on how you serve, how many scriptures you know, how long you've been going to church, how much money you got, how broke you are. You know, because some folks think they blessed because they got a lot of money. And then some people think they blessed because they broke. Y'all know I ain't never lied right there. Some folks be bragging that they know they with Jesus because they broke. Some people have earmarked, especially the black church, they have earmarked the black church to be full of broke down people that some man is taking advantage of well well they wasn't around when I started in my basement 
We speak life into you. That's what this word of God is all about. It speaks life into you. And so Garrett is so blessed. God just keeps blessing him. So, so, so it, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me how the blessings of God intensifies on a person's life that remembers. And people that forget, it dries up, even if they got a good start, even if it was going well. So it is, it is based on your personal relationship, your personal commitment, your personal walk with God, and remembering what God has done for you and through who God used to do it. That's why God said give devil honor to those that labor. It's like, nah, what am I doing now? I'm laboring for you. For you, my desire is where I am, I desire that you should be also. I desire that you be. So let's listen to this for a moment. Love is more than just a four-letter word. Love is an action. Love gives whatever it needs to give to whoever it loves. The Bible says in 1 John 4 and 8 that God is love. Whoever live in love lives in God and God in him. Now, um, Robert and Pastor Rashawn, they went out with me today. There was a lot of things I had to do and some errands I had to run. So they went out um, to help me, to be with me. And uh, we were able to enjoy one another in fellowship while we were out uh, taking care of some of my errands and things that I need to get taken care of. And then I had to go and do some, some uh, Christmas shopping for my family. And so they identified, they said, every store you walk in or every person you walk by, you electrify them. They said, how? They, Pastor Rashawn, what did you witness today? I said, I was like, Apostle, this is just mind-blowing. The glory that you're walking in is blessing these people just by you smiling and saying, how are you doing and talking see, so, to them. See, some of us, um, uh, excuse me, son, some of us got church glory. We got it while we're in the building. We got it while we shouting. We got it while we preaching. We got it while we had the robe on. But the love of God is liberating. It just flows. It's the love of God. It's not the love of Langston. It's the love of God. I just surrendered all. So I know God wants to touch somebody. God wants to love on somebody. God wants to encourage somebody. God wants somebody to have joy. Well, if I'm a carrier, it just doesn't seem right to me that if I come to your cash register, by the time I leave, you ain't been infected with this praise. Okay, what, what? There, was, there was one woman, there was one woman, I had to get out of there. What, what did she say when we walked away? She said, I love him, and he smelled good too. Nope. That's the glory. No. The point, what I want you to get is, I didn't know her. This was a stranger. And, 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 and I... All the different people I talked to today, some of them looked like me, some of them didn't, some of them other persuasions, but love! Oh, come here for a 
a second, Danielle. Just hurry up. Just come right around here. Hurry up for a second. Hurry up. I just want to give you some love. Just take my hand for me. Mm. Why she say, mmm? Now, because you're in church, you heard her say, mmm. You say, oh, that's how church folks do, right? Well, that woman in the store, when I walked away, she said, mmm, too. And she wasn't, y'all think she, was, she wasn't lusting after me. She had just got touched and didn't know what happened. Because she, because Apostle, remember, she, she didn't even, she wasn't even excited about the holiday. Apostle no, ministered she to had, her. She was one of those people, I don't know what you call them, she had black, dark hair. She had black nails. Everything was black. But I guess her job made her wear the red sweater. So I was complimenting her. She was like, I hate red. I don't like red. She was like, you see how I roll? And put out her nails. And then I said, oh. And then I went deeper with the love. And by the time I walked away, how did she do it again? What did she say? I love him. Now she talked to another, another woman that's working there. She turned to her and she said, I love him. And God said, she was talking about me, not me. I gave her the love of God. She just referenced it to me. Come See, on. y'all saints, y'all be going to restaurants, you be evil, you be ugly acting. Some of y'all deacons, ministers, elders, you take your title for real. And you, <laughs> you ain't nice to each other in here. You ain't nice at the restaurant. You leave the person a dollar tip. You just evil all in. Now, that ain't God. And you wonder why you don't have no joy. And you wonder why ain't no man or woman found you yet. Because you, 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 you're pretty, but you're ugly. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm just teaching right now. I'm just, sometimes you just got to kind of look at yourself. Maybe I'm not as, as fine as I think I am. Darkness told you you was fine. So you, from a dark perspective. But she said to, to the other woman that worked there, she said, what'd she say again? Yeah, uh, first she was like, you told me I was a boss. I mean, he, she lit up. This one. Because I started ministering her. I told her. I started telling her who she was and, and how God loved her and blessed her. And then she remembered before I left, she told the other lady, he told me I was a boss. Yes. Built her up and tear down. That's what love do. The love of God will build you up. That's why I understand husband and wives that tear each other down. That ain't the love of God. You came to the altar, but you left with Satan. No, we got to come back to the altar. Put God in it. God make it all right. Won't he do it? Won't he will? Yes, he will. You don't have no joy, God will give you joy. That woman had no joy. Why was you up here giggling and stuff? What's wrong? You don't know. You don't know why you're laughing. Be honest, what did it feel like? Just a happiness and just a joy that I Can don't... Tell the difference, be honest. Can you tell the difference before you came up here and then after I, you touched my... It's definitely a difference. Yeah. It's it's a, immediately, it's a, it's a love of God. It's just a love of God. It's, it's something that you don't feel from just anybody or anywhere. It's definitely a difference. So it's not a human... It wasn't a, a human thing that you experienced. It was definitely spiritual. <laughs> That's why I understand how do people believe in God but don't believe in the power of God. What God do you believe in that doesn't have supernatural power? And what church do you go to that doesn't have the ability? Jesus said that when you preach in my name, the sick should be healed. The lame should walk. How, why, why are we not seeing these miracles? Why, why? Because a miracle is still a law. Because in order for a miracle to happen, it has to be a man or woman who have enough faith. And then it has to be a people to have enough faith in the vessel that's delivering the message that when the man or the woman makes contact, 
Something is broken. Something that wasn't right is broken. And things that wasn't working start working. It's a principle. Told you on last week, if you're standing in the grocery store all day, talking about I have faith, I have faith. And I believe as long as I'm standing in this grocery store, I'm not going to die of hunger. Well, you can believe that all you want to. You can preach it all you want to. But as long as you stand in there believing, believing, and you never pick up a morsel of food, you are going to die of hunger right there in that grocery store preaching a powerful message on what you believe. I can't pull up to Wayne State and say I believe standing outside of Wayne State. I'm going to graduate from Wayne State and I never register and I never know. First, I got to believe God to give me favor to get me in the school. Then I got to have favor and got to believe. See, I'm going from faith to faith and glory to glory. Then I got to believe that I'm going to get in the class and then I'm going to believe that I'm going to finish and, I'm gonna, and I have to work hard and, and I have to study and I have to do my part and then God does his part. Principles and laws. What a man sows, that shall he also reap. If you sow nothing, you reap nothing. That's in every area of your life. So love, God loved us so much, he gave his son so that he can erase the death sentence that came on Adam because of disobedience. So love gave, love, love. Let's, let's look at this again because he's talking to Abram. And he wants Abraham to understand that serving him, he's going to turn out greater, but he's going to go through a season of what's going to give the appearance of distress. Abram went so much, we can't hit it all tonight, but y'all remember when Abram, he had that beautiful wife. She was so fine, Abram told his wife. He said, he said now look, <laughs> I already know the king going to want you, and I don't want to die, so tell him you're my sister. She must have been a bad... Man, I mean, Abram looked at it, he was like, baby, you stacked everything right. I already know the king, <laughs> you're a keeper. The king going to look at you be like, just kill him so I can have her. <laughs> Y'all know the story. We can't go all the way there yet. But he went through a lot of things, and there was times where he lost faith. But God worked with him. Tell your neighbor, God working with you. He ain't through with you. You made some mistakes. You missed it. You ain't always had the faith, but your faith is still growing. And you still going. So listen here. He says, listen, it says 1 John again, 4, 8, that God is love. Whoever uh, live in love lives in God and God in him. For God so loved the world. It never said God loved the church. See? John 3.16, you meditate on it tonight. Make sure you meditate on these scriptures. Make sure you read these scriptures, write these scriptures down because God is going to speak more life to truth. The Holy Spirit is going to give you, it's going to empower you, and you're going to be able to be a blessing to others, and God's going to bless you for it. He's going to reward you. Hebrews 11.6 says it. It says that you first must believe that God is, then you must believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. It's not about what God can do for you. It's what God wants to use you to be able to do for others. Me making, I don't know who she, I, st I don't even know her name, but I allow the love of God. I shared. I, I'm a very focused person. If you, ever, if you ever see me, whether I'm in business meetings or I'm moving, even at the mall, I'm very focused. I drive focused. I know where I'm going. I know what I need to achieve. I look at the time. They'll tell you I nailed my time today. They was at my house. We pulled out of my house at 8.30 a.m. 
before I pulled out, my wife told me, don't forget, Jonathan has a spelling bee at his school at 3 o'clock, so I need you to be at the school at 3 o'clock. So I told them, I, I, need, I, needed, I needed until up until it was time to come to Bible study. But because she gave me that assignment that I needed to be where my son was for that spelling bee, I, I was able to get everything accomplished. He'll tell you, no lie. We pulled in the parking lot. They dropped me off at the door. He parked, came in. It was 3 o'clock. And we got everything and more done than I could have ever expected to get done because I'm very focused. Now, how was I that focused and still blessed other people who I came in contact? I didn't walk on nobody. I didn't say, well, that's that apostolic nature. I didn't kick people around. I didn't boss people around. You know how some of y'all do on Sunday morning with each other. I mean, I'm not talking to you. I wonder how many of y'all walked past each other, didn't even speak to each other. I wonder how many of y'all walked past each other, didn't even ask anybody, how's your day going? And they may be going through, and they may be hurting, and they may be lonely. It's the Christmas season. You don't know what nobody else is going through because when you come to church and you self-consumed, just imagine how you are in the world. But if you get out of yourself, tell your neighbor, oh, he preaching good tonight. So Mother Joyce, when God was calling Abram, he was calling him to get out of himself. When Abram got in trouble with, 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 with almost got in trouble with God because he, he lied and said that Sarah was his wife, it's because he considered his own life. Every time we think about ourselves, we get in trouble. You don't worry until you think about yourself. You don't get mad until you think about yourself. You ain't ready to fight somebody until you think about yourself. The key to your deliverance is to get out of your self. Now I said all that to say this because I'm very focused because I'm very deliberate and I was able to get every, I was moving man, I was targeted targeted, targeted, but every person I came in contact with I mean every they got at least between 10 to 12 minutes audience with me and they didn't know what was going on they were laughing and giggling and every, they were like wow, some people were like man you a trip, you are so funny the love of God. I was reaching people. I was touching people. I was right. Whoever they are, I read, read their name tag because they're important. There is somebody. You understand what I'm saying? One person I couldn't read the tag because it said he, her, she. It blew my I didn't know how to read that, but I still read around and got to her. I didn't want to be offensive, but the, the apostolic in me did kick out. I wanted to say, well, he, who is he and who is her? You ain't got no name. You no nameless. Some people don't know you, you, the devil tricking you, you become no name. You don't have, have no name. A he or her? Okay, that's something else. All right, that's another nice message. Hmm? She said, I love, I love him. And he smelled good. That's what I tell y'all when y'all prophesy, have a mint, get some Listerine. I want them can't hear the words. I'm like, woo! That breath. All funky, didn't put no shower, didn't shower, didn't put no deodorant. No, when you're ministering people, you gotta have yourself together all the way around. But if you don't know the love of God, how can you share it? If you don't know how God will bless, see, I know God will bless you. I know because he took somebody like me. I already know I was a mess. You don't have to tell me how messy I am. I'm still trying to figure out why he chose me. 
So I don't trip when people say, ooh, I, yeah, I, I don't think he can preach. I don't, ooh, I don't know what his big deal is. I, me either. That's why every time I come out, I go down and say, here we are again, God. What are we going to do? I know it's him. I know he's my source. He's your source. And I know what he did for me, so I know what he'll do for you. Oh, I know what he'll do for you. You can't tell me what he'll do for you. I know. People are like, oh, it just looked like it ain't going to happen. It's because you keep complaining. It's because you're around the wrong people. It's because you talk too much. It's because you evil as hell. And you got to get that evilness up out of you. How are you going to be evil and expect joy to come? Evil and you expect love to come. You just evil. E- you know you evil. You know you wicked. Some of you sitting here wicked, waiting for the next wickedness move. I walk in. Y'all know how y'all do at church. You see the pastor. Oh, God bless you. Praise the Lord, Bishop. You didn't kick sister so-and-so in the head. You didn't lie on so-and-so. You're not nice. You didn't speak. Tell me you got to get to your assignment. Your assignment is not Gary. Your assignment is not greater than the soul you walk by. Take you a quick second to stop. Grace and peace. Or God bless you. How you doing today? Lord, love you. So good to see you. Give somebody a hug. And then continue on. Don't ever say, well, I'm about the assignment. I be telling my armor bearer sometimes, see my security. I'm like, I'm, how can you be helping me if I'm called to bless people and you hurting the people I'm called to bless? They can't hear me because you just pushed them out the way. They can't hear me because you walking around acting like you the Green Beret and ain't nobody, nobody but somebody's grandmama. I must be hitting something tonight. They, that ain't, tell somebody, that ain't God. Huh? I'm on the children's church, but every time they sign, call me, I got an excuse. That ain't God. Always got an excuse why you can't be in church to do your assignment. That ain't God. So if you ain't doing it for God, you know you ain't doing it for a person. Somebody talk to me for a moment. We about to get out of here. But if we can't be, we, are we really saved? I don't want to go to the other side and he say, your name is not written in the Lamb's book. I don't even know you. you. Hmm. So listen to this. Listen to this. And we have your read on, son, and, and we get out of here. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. You, listen, I want you to catch this. Some of y'all probably need to write it down or record it. You can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. Oh, yeah, we just had a little Christmas leadership thing. Some of y'all gave gifts to folk and all that. And some of you might not even like the person you gave gifts for, but you gave the gift. So you can give without love. Huh? You can do that all day. You may be trying to get something from somebody. So you give, but you don't love them. So it is possible to give without love. No, I want my, I want my, I want what I do, I do for God. What I, even when I'm up here standing 
up here before you guys. I'm doing it for God. The love of God is flowing through me to you. So that helped me. That helped me earlier on in pastoring when, when I was, you know, I didn't know better. And I was paying for everybody's funeral and, and wedding. You know, when, you, you know you, you, when you're a newbie and you don't want to listen to the fathers, you think you know a better way. And folk were still giving me the finger on the way out the door. They wouldn't give me the right hand of fellowship. They would give me the right hand of the finger. Ooh, you, you ain't nothing, da, 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 walk out the door, whatever, whatever. And I'm at home, man, crying, just like, Lord, I, I don't want this job. Why, why you call me this job? And then God had to help me. He said, son, I didn't call you to be in relationships with those people. I called you to remind them of the relationship they need to have with me. Oh, somebody just got it. Everybody be worrying about having a relationship with the pastor, don't they? If I can just get a hug from a pastor, you need to go get in the presence of God. That's why if, if, when there's a needy person that's around me that I'm teaching how to get in the presence of God, I'll continually kind of push them away because I don't want me to become, I don't want them dependent on me. That's why if you all watch now as we mature as a church, I move differently. Because I want people just always leaning on me, leaning on Pastor Robin. No, we're not the source. We point you to the source. That's why God tell you to honor us because we're honorable. We don't take advantage of you by getting you caught up in us, but pointing you to God. But then you have those that know how to honor, and then you have those that don't know how to honor at all, and they'll get the two mixed up. When you honor the man or the woman of God, he said, give them double honor. That honor is unto God because God gave them as a gift to you. So you respect. So when you disrespect them, you disrespect God. When you honor them, you honor God. I'm, I'm going to show you in a moment so that you can understand. See, these are principles and laws. So, so you can learn how to walk in this for yourself so that you can come into all that God has for you. That's how, that's how I got it. And that's how I'm still getting it, because I still have to make a conscious effort every day to do it his way. Because there are some people that are not lovable. Oh, y'all going to leave me hanging. They just ain't lovable. You know what I'm saying? They, you, see, you see the ugliness when they get out the car. They're just ugly. It's mad at the world. Everybody owe them something. I didn't have people meet with me and say, hey, you didn't invite me out to dinner. I'd be like, are you serious? I'm watching for your soul. You worried about going to dinner for me, with me? No, God has, God has something more for you. So let us, let us go back to this and get ready to close out. Um, Pastor Rashawn, what, what, what did God tell Abram? I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on the earth will be blessed through you. Man, I love the way God is. God is a hitter. He ain't no, man, he don't play. Danny, he tell him, he said, listen, I got, what he was saying was, I have an assignment for you. And this assignment, you take care of my business, I'm going to take care of your business. Whoever blesses you, don't feel like you owe them. Because I'm going to bless them. Because they bless my man. Anybody curse you, don't waste your time. Cursing them back, cause I'm gonna curse them, cause you my man. Uh, that's how I wanna walk. That's why I don't be sweating. I'd be like, and if I be like, oh, possibly just smoke some curse. You curse yourself. You know you talked about me and my wife behind. I but you know that, that it's dried up around you. You did that. 
All of a sudden, what, what happened to my business? What happened to my this? My oh, stuff ain't working for me. You did that. As long as you honored, it was doing good. What did you do? What did you say? <laughs> what did you shift? It didn't just shift. You did something. That's good, man. Let's I want all God has for me. Go ahead, read, son. All the families on the earth will be blessed through you. Mm -hmm. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot with him. All right, thank you. We're going to pick back up with that. But I wanna, I, I'm showing you a principle. God gives him the instructions. As he follows the instructions, he's going to get the benefit. And we're going to read some more of his story later on because every area he did not follow the instructions, he, did, he got the opposite. These are laws and principles. You can holler out grace and all that all you want to, but when you don't practice the principle, it works against you. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Let folks tell you you can do whatever and it's under the blood. It's true, but the harvest is going to keep coming to you. Whatever you sow, it's going to come right back to you. Whatever you do, it's going to come right back to you. Whatever you say, it's going to come right back to you. Whatever evil you wish on somebody else, it's going to come right back to you. That's why he says, listen, bless them that spitefully use you. And you'd be like, God, why would I do that? Because he knows the principle of reaping and sowing. And as long as you trust him and do it the way he tells you to do it, you're going to get the benefit of what he told you to do. So that's how I learned how to, you know, sometimes Lisa used to get mad. She'd be like, how possibly blessed? I know they, they did apostle wrong. He still, him and Pastor Robin still loving on folk. They still blessing folk. We ain't weak. We stronger than we ever been, Asia. We ain't stupid. We ain't blind. God gonna get you. God gonna get you. And remember, whatever you put out there, the world call it karma. We call it sowing and reaping. Whatever you put out there, the by Jesus said, even if a man thinketh, whatever you put out there, you better make sure that you even know who you putting it out there toward. Because according to the glory that's on their life, that's how it's gonna come back. So if they real powerful, when they come back and hit you, it's going to be real powerful. Don't touch nobody. I bless everybody. Bless them in the, in the name of the Lord. Bless them in the name of the Lord. He said, Clarence, bless you. Come on, praise team. Bless your enemies. Bless them that spitefully use you. Bless them that talk about you. Even if it's amen, in their mind, Abraham, I'm going to bless them. That bless you, but I'm on curse. Some people, do you know there are some people that need a miracle from me and Pastor Robin? They don't even know how to come and honor and get it because they didn't talk about us so bad and they still come into church. But they can't get their miracle because of their tongue. Oh, this is some good teaching tonight. That's why it's so important. How do I get it right? Man, you repent. You repent, God, I missed it. God, I did that. I'm guilty. I was wrong. You get it right and you keep moving. Why? If you come to me, I cannot not forgive you. Because I ain't going to let you take my blessing. If I don't forgive you, it hinders my blessing. So you're you going to be good with me. Because you ain't worth me losing my blessing. So even on my flesh, my morning. I just pull it in. Bless you, my child. <laughs> hey. 
run to Luke 6, 38 right quick. Father, we love you. These are all, when you read the word, listen, listen for the principle. It's a law. Listen for the, it works. Give. We're going to Luke 6, 38 now. It says, give and shall be given. Press down. See, when he starts talking his part, it's going to be multiplied. We be tripping on what we, when he gets to his part, it's multiplied. He tell Abram, leave your daddy house, leave your family. Then he said, and when you do it, I'm going to make your name great. Oh, man. Can of God you serve. So we come to church, shout, oh, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Roll on the floor, speaking in tongues. Some of us get up cussing. We curse ourselves. We walk out the door, and we do totally opposite and talk about church folks and talk about stuff we've seen in the church and all that. And expecting that, no, 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 no. You have what you said. So I'm teaching these principles so you can say, whoa, I need to watch my mouth. What was that book I told you about years ago? Who was that? Um, yeah, well, Joyce Myers wrote a book. What was it called? Me yeah, me and, me and my big mouth. I remember one time, man, my mama probably watching. I'm getting in trouble. My mama thought I was being funny. I had bought the book for her. Because I was trying to help her because she was saying a lot of things that was contrary to what she needed to, God to do in her life. And I was saying, Mama, you, you, you got to roll with God. You can't roll against it. So if you want healing, you got to speak healing. You can't, you can't study saying what the, just what the doctor said and what you're going through. You got to talk, hey, I am healed. I am blessed. I am the head and not the tail. I am coming out of here. It changes, it changes the aroma around you. It changes the atmosphere in your house. Before you know it, you're opening curtains. Before you know it, you want to go for a walk. You want to go for a jog. You want to go for a run. You can't want to bless marriage and you're cursing your husband. You're talking to your girlfriend about your husband. or, or you, you know what I'm saying? You, you, don't get the devil to trick you to speak against what you want. Don't, 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 don't do it. Because you have power. And daughters, let me tell you something. Y'all, some, boy, y'all women ever know the power you have. I'm talking about the power of intercession, not, not the power of manipulation. Because y'all can be slick with that. Y'all some, can be some nasty somethings when it comes to that. Because you're slick and you're slippery. And then like a slick woman, man, you better watch it. You barking and she didn't bit you and you, you know you was bit. You don't know until after she's gone. I had a dream about that. I said, God, I fell down in these weeds and I couldn't walk. I was paralyzed. And the Lord said, look up. I seen a snake go by. And he said, that's how, that's how women are in the natural. Women are like snakes in the natural. Men are like dogs. It was two dreams I had. One dream, I'm running down the street because I hear these dogs. They're chasing me. I don't see where the dogs are yet, but I can hear the dogs. <laughs> so I started running. Then when I see where they are, I was able to jump in the car because I saw the dogs. With a snake, in the dream with the snake, the grass was tall. So when I fell down, I didn't see the snake until I fell down because the snake bit me. My, my legs were paralyzed. He said, that's how a woman is in the natural. She's slicker than a man. A man, a man, he got, man got bark. Woman don't say nothing. Some of them women mad now. Why you tell her? They don't say nothing. They let you, okay. Okay. When she get that way, brothers... You, you, you in the danger zone. So try to work out everything you can to get her to talk. Because if she ain't talking, 
you about you, you gonna get you, you about to get you, she gonna strike. When a woman ain't talking, she's gonna strike. And by the time she strike, it's gonna hit you. It's too late, but you're gonna see her move by you. I'm telling God gave it to me in a dream. Look at Sister Jackie. She like, boy, Apostle, you a bad boy. Come down there, I'm gonna get something from her. You better, you better watch her. You better watch her. I didn't get your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't as weak as people think I am. I'm God's man. I'm God's man. I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you good. Go ahead, read that Luke 6, 38, and then we'll close out with Malachi. Yes, sir. Give and you will receive. Your gift Stop will right there. He said, do what? Give. And, and then what happened? Abraham, do this. I'm going to do this. Psalms 100, we didn't get to. He's talking about when you enter his gates with praise and thanksgiving. He said, then he'll remember, he'll remember you, and he'll remember you through eternity, and it'll be a residual effect because of your praise. It's a law, man. It's a law. It works just like everything else works. You get in your car and you go through the stop signs, the police there. Before they cut on their siren, you start praying. Because you know the law and you know you broke it. Why we don't get like that in church? Oh, it's under grace. Then why? Okay, keep putting it under grace and let me know why it ain't working for you. Keep throwing, put, keep putting a blanket on it. Well, Pastor, you don't know. I know some people and they didn't do it right and it's working good. Baby, God gonna let them stay around long enough for you to see the outcome. Don't never look at the beginning of the story. The beginning of the story don't tell the end. It's, got, it's going to have a residual effect for what they did. If you don't do it God's way, oh, y'all don't want to talk to me. You got to do it God's way. So one thing about it, at least y'all will love me even when y'all mad at me. Y'all be like, well, he did tell me. I just had to play this one out. <laughs> it was a slippery slope, but I was enjoying myself on that slope. At least be honest with yourself. Be real. Go ahead, read that again. Give and you will receive. Uh -huh. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together, to make room for more, running over, and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. That's a principle. That's a, if, 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 once I learned that principle, everything I did, whether it was me giving in the church financially, whether it was me serving, whether it was me loving my wife, whether it was me loving on you guys, I do what I do because I know the principle. I love you because I know this, this love, it works. I, I sacrifice for you even, even when you don't do me right, even when you don't return it right, even when you, when you talk, I, you don't know that I know because I keep loving you. I keep hugging you because I know you don't know better because if you knew better, you would do better. You don't do better because you don't know better. If you did better, you would have better. It's a principle. You hear this, James? It's a principle. You can't do less and expect more. All that love I gave out tomorrow, do you know God going to pay me for that? He going to reward me for loving on them women. I didn't even know who they were. Loving on those men. I didn't even know they, who they were. Because I didn't do it out of something I wanted from them. I just shared joy with them. I just shared his love with them. Huh? God wants to use you in the marketplace. 
God wants to use you at school. He wants to use you at work. To just love on people. Love on them so much with the love of the Lord, they ask you about your church. Or they ask you what it is about you. I have it all the time. I've had people run out of the store after I left out of the store. Excuse me, sir. Some of them will say, who are you? Last night, I'm coming in from, the, from Orlando. I'm at the airport. Rashawn and all them getting me in the car. It was some guys, young guys parked behind my car. And they just wanted to know, who is he? When they opened up the door, Rashawn said, so much weed smoke come out. Now, I ain't about to, we ain't about to have no weed room. Some of y'all caught that, but I let them. So anyway, they opened up the door. What happened, Rashad? They was like, excuse me, sir. Man, they has the chimney. Like, they, it, was, it was, oh, man, I ain't want them to get in my clothes. I don't, I don't know how they be smoking all that. Yeah. He was like, but man, I got to ask you, who is that? I get that all the time. Dad was bailing out. I had to run. I be moving, man. People, look, I walk in the room. I demand an audience. I'm very loud when I walk in the room. If I'm saying good morning, if I'm ordering my food, you're going to hear me. I, I don't mumble. I know who I am. I know what I want. I know where I'm going. I get mad at my sons if they do it. You know, one thing I loved about uh, uh, Jonathan, he didn't win this spelling bee today, but I loved his confidence. I loved when he got up to the mic and, he, and, and his voice echoed. That's real to me. I hate when a man whisper. I hate when a man mumble. I hate when a man or woman is unsure of themselves, even when they order any food. Uh, I taste some eggs. What do you mean you take some eggs? Yeah, hi, hi, how you doing this morning? So good to see you. Can I have a cup of coffee? I need two eggs, scramble with you. Man, I'm in that thing. I come in like that. I leave out like that. People want to know, who is, what, what is something about this dude? Because I'm walking with God. God wants you to walk with him. Come on, let's praise God in here. Come on, let's praise God. Come on, you can do better than that. Come on, praise him in your house. Praise him in your living room. Praise him in your kitchen. Praise him wherever you are. God wants to use you. Listen. I've been around a little while now. I've seen people cast out devils of other people. And they just meaner than a junkyard dog. They got devils themselves. I've seen people prophesy and don't have no joy. I'd rather have the joy of the Lord and being able to preach the joy of the Lord and be able to prophesy the joy of the Lord, casting out devils so somebody else can get the joy of the Lord and the peace of the Lord and the glory of the Lord. That's what I want my story to be. That everywhere he went, he brought the presence of God and people were healed and people got delivered and people got their broke through and he taught us how to walk in the same principles. Isn't it amazing we get all this teaching on how to minister but we ain't getting no teaching on how to be whole and how to be healed and, and how to be delivered. That's why I took my focus away from all that for a season. I just released him to start prophesying on this Sunday because I said, man, if, we, if you don't have no joy yourself, if you don't have no love yourself, if you ain't living the fact, what you releasing? Yes, sir. Father, we love you. Father, we praise you. Father, we bless you. Pastor Sean said, the scripture said, 
given, it'll be given, pressed down, shaken together, run over. You get over into Malachi, it's the same thing. Three, six, and eight. When a man robbed God, you robbed me. How? Through tithes and offerings. He said, Why? You stopped me from being able to bless you. So now you're cursed with a curse. See, he's saying you broke the principle, you broke the law. Why? Because love. Love gives. Isn't God awesome? Isn't God awesome?